unless you might want to sit in for it. Don't do it. Sure, he's my friend. I don't believe in any of this shit anyway. I say don't do it, Lightning. You win? I tear up Willie's contract. But what happens if my man Jack Butler wins? got you. Well, then you got me, too. Shut up, you here. I don't want you making no deals. Take it easy, Willie. I'm just calling his bluff here. We'll get to Fulton's point after this. Where and when for this thing? Oh, I can get us there real quick. Jack Butler's gonna like you. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time, The Crossroads. Actually, the story's kind of lame for a minute, but, uh, you know, uh, the story's rad. The movie portrayed it a little weird, I thought. Um, yeah, I thought they could have picked a couple of better people in the beginning. <laughs> but when they got down to the cutting edge part down in hell, Steve Vai's, uh, his performance in that is fucking unreal. He's got, you know, he's king of a lot of shit when it comes to guitar playing every kind of style but uh you know i uh i think about that all the time and uh, when i was a kid i remember hearing that song and and i remember wondering what it was about i didn't know you know uh i heard i think uh i think you know i knew the robert johnson version uh but i think i heard eric clapton do it when i was really young and uh and I could understand the words a little better, but I still didn't know what it was about. And uh, so my mom, I asked her, and she told me told me the story about people going down the crossroads, making a deal with the devil to be the best, that sort of thing. Um, damn, there was a time in my life where I'd have traded my soul to the devil for anything, and I realized I had already done so. I just didn't know what to ask for in exchange. <laughs> How's everybody doing? It's Saturday evening wrap-up, uh, February 24th, 2018, and um, I've just been having a blast all week. Uh, I love doing this. This has been really fun for me um, this whole week, getting to learn how to do all this stuff and uh, getting to share with you guys uh, just, you know, stuff that I dig, and uh, yeah, it's pretty wild, but... Um, so I got some things to share with you tonight. Got some cool stuff I want to share with you, and uh, some couple of cool bands I want to share with you, and then my pick of the week, and uh, and we'll uh, we'll go from there, right? <laughs> oh, Jack Butler gonna like you. <laughs> All right then. Well, I was just thinking while I was listening to that track that um, <clears throat> Billy Idol was so much fucking cooler when he was in Generation X. Um, and I love that fucking album, that Ready, Steady, Go. Like, uh, every song on it was, like, fucking cool. And, and um, I remember when I heard it, I thought, I was confused. <laughs> when I first heard it, a friend of mine, had come over from Europe and he had a bunch of tapes. Um, back then, Sony's Walkman, he put a cassette tape in it. And um, 
that was like the big thing to have. Um, and he let me borrow his while he went to visit family here. And uh, and he left me a little thing, a, a cassette holder. And I heard that, but it was like, on like you know, he had he had put it on the tape. It was like a a Maxell tape or whatever. And um, but it was in a case that had like a bunch of names on it, and I could I couldn't figure out which was which. <clears throat> it said like you know X-ray specs, slaughter in the dogs. It had like this whole bunch of really cool stuff, like all that stuff. It was a Roxy London '77 album, and then a bunch of other stuff. But so I thought that that was. Uh, the way it was marked, I thought that that song was Slaughter and the Dogs. And so I was talking to somebody and I said, yeah, Slaughter and the Dogs. I, yeah, 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 I love that band. That song, Ready, Steady, Go. And the guy looked at me like, what? Yeah, one of those embarrassing moments when you're a kid and you think you know shit, but you don't know shit. <laughs> that was one of my embarrassing moments. I'm looking at this thing on Pitchfork, and they list here, they said... Uh, Best punk rock of 2017, is that what it says, 17? Yeah, well it says new punk albums of 2018. Let's look at what they consider punk. Always in interesting to see what people think. So this is uh, most, it says <laughs> most anticipated punk albums of 2018. Room Inside the World, Ought. Never heard of him. Super Chunk, What a Time to Be Alive. Don't know nothing about them either. Probably really good, you know? I don't know. Uh, the Man Drift. Wow, like... Here, I need to reschool myself on what punk is, or they do, one or the other. Acid Dad. I've heard that. I mean, I've heard of them. They're a New York, uh, Brooklyn uh, act. Yeah. War on Women, TBD. <laughs> War on Women embodies something much greater and culturally pertinent than just music itself. The Baltimore-based co-ed punks, yet to be titled sophomore... Yeah, you know what? I just can't... I can't read about that because I don't know nothing about it and... Till I give it a listen. They don't have like samples to listen to. But I haven't heard of any of these bands except for that one. Let's see what this is. Never heard of these guys. The Distillers. Hey, there you go. What are they at? Okay, I know this band. Brody. Um, the Distillers. Let's see. Um, you can't believe everything you see and hear on the internet. 
and social media, but sometimes the news is too tempting to ignore. If we're to uh, believe the teaser video posted to the distiller's newly activated Twitter account early this month, Brody Dale and crew Their first release since 2003. Hmm. With bands like uh, Dick, the Downtown Boys, Bully, Screaming Females. See, they, they've jumped into a whole different category now. I mean, uh, uh, Dwayne had, when Dwayne had Disaster Records, uh, he had, um, I think on uh, 2003 or two. Yeah, 2004, I think, uh, Old Scars and Upstarts, uh, he had a, a track by them um, on it. And uh, I liked it a lot, man. It was uh, Warriors. It just a, was, they did it great, and they, I like her. I think she's really cool. But she's in a category now that I know nothing about any of these bands. They all look like just, uh, you know, college guys um, with... Uh, like garage style haircuts, sub pop records. Like I mean, you know, there's. I guess they're moving up, but anyway, I don't know nothing about any of this. Let's go back to this other one and see what it says about metal. Um, because I saw one that said that. Huh. Most anticipated tours of 2018. Thirty most anticipated. Let's see what the hell they say about that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I just stick to my format. Well, here's Ozzy; he's out, and I I would imagine that Zach Wilde's gonna play guitar with him this time out. It's supposed to be his last, you know, the Ozzy's last tour. Um, longtime collaborator, guitarist uh, Zach Wilde, bassist Blasco. Yeah, he's uh, gonna do the last one with. Uh, Zach Wilde, good choice. Zach really, Zach and him blended really well together. I thought, um, and he was finally somebody that wasn't being compared to Randy Rhodes, so that was cool. Um, and I like Black Label Society. I, I like Zach Wilde a lot. I think he's a great contribution to rock and roll and and heavy metal. Um, let's see, most anticipated. I wanted to see what metal albums they said. Uh, hmm. Anyway, I'm not going to sit there and dick around with that. So, what I wanted to tell you about is what I was stoked to see is Exodus is on tour. Um, they were actually coming here to Salt Lake City uh, Thursday night, March 1st, at the uh, Metro City Music Hall. Um, I forget who was on the bill with them, but uh, more interesting than that is uh, I w I'm, I hope I'm going to look it up and see if Gary Holt's playing, actually playing guitar with them on it. When that album, Bonded by Blood, came out, I was so stoked on that. I, I really love the guitar playing on that. Sorry, i got to eat some more of my uh, sweet potato fries with powdered sugar. Ugh. They're cold, but they're yummy. Um, Bonded by Blood, I love that album. It came out right in a time when I was like transitioning 
between metal and glam and punk had gotten really hardcore and I didn't really care for it. Um, so I started playing metal again and um, gosh, Slayer came out around that time. Metallica still had Dave Mustaine. There was a Venom, Exodus, Overkill. There were so many cool fucking thrash bands. And, um, yeah, I stayed in that scene for a while. Just, In fact, it was like, I wasn't my style of guitar playing, so I was playing bass. Mm. I was playing with a guy named uh, uh, Warren LaPlante down in San Diego, a fucking phenomenal guitar player. G.I.T. grad, um, but phenomenal thrash metal guitar player, and uh, drummer John Deddy, who actually went on to play with all of his heroes, uh, Testament, Slayer, Anthrax, he's the, he's the drummer that, when a drummer can't make a tour in that, in that genre, they call him. <laughs> he's that good. And what was rad was, you know, I played with a lot of good people in my days, like some really good musicians. But playing with, with Daddy was rad because I was a bass player when I played with him. And I drove, you know, anybody who knows anything about music knows that the bass player and the drummer are married. And, man, he kept me on my toes. I, he, you know... He'd say, oh, don't, don't pick up a pick, man. Come on, just do those triplets like, with your fingers like before. You know, he kept me in shape. Um, and I evolved as a, as a metal bass player really, really well. Um, but yeah, that was a really interesting time in music uh, for me. And, um, and I got to play with, uh, you know, I got to go out and support a lot of my favorite acts, you know. And, uh, yeah, it was very cool. And, and it was, in fact, I was in that scene when I, uh, when I ran into Art and Steve Godoy when they told me that, uh, uh, that Kevin Edmund, their, their singer from the, original singer from the Exploding Fuckdolls had died and that they had Dwayne Peters, um, living at their house and that he was going to be the new singer and if I wanted to come play guitar, um, I you know I I I love punk rock you know there's no question about that but I was really more interested to see what Peters was like because I only knew him from skateboarding world um, but yeah that ended up, ended up being the start of a whole new everything for me it brought me back into the punk world 1992 through 93 was exploding fuckdolls and then you know I've told this story before but um going from thrash metal to stripped down uh, street punk was an interesting transition. <laughs> I'm glad that I went from bass to guitar because if I would have went from metal guitar to, to punk guitar, I would have been a... I don't know, I don't think I would have delivered as well as I did. And, um, you know, uh, I, I see a lot of guitar players now that... Um, they just, they, they're good, you know, they're really good, they have a style of their own, and they, um, they got their own sound, you know, everybody's really into their amps these days again, and, like, they used to be in the 70s, and, um, 
You know, people know the difference between a shitty tone and a good tone. So you got that. And then you got guys that are good and got their own style. Um, so, you know, they're, they're, it's, that's why rock and roll is evolving again. It's why, um, you know, a lot of the punks are, like, becoming more more rock punk, more, you know what I mean? Like, um, and, and, so, and I think the reason for that is, is I think that, you know, all the new heavy metal tricks on the guitar, all the classical legato, legato, bagato, fucking shit's already been done on the guitar for a while. Until somebody comes out with playing it with their dick, I guess it's probably at a standstill. Um, but actually being a, a, you know, a major pentatonic scale, like, um, like, a, like a guitar player, like a bluesy guitar player, is popular again, and I think it's why the rock and roll is having a rebirth, and I'm loving it, because that's my style. I, I never got all that crazy wizardry across the neck. I was, uh, you know, uh, um, my heroes were Jimmy Page and, and Joe Perry from Aerosmith, and, uh, you know, the Nuge. <laughs> as embarrassing as that is to say that word. Um but those were the guitar players that I, that I liked, you know. Uh, early Sammy Hagar before he was a fucking, before he ruined Van Halen. Um, <laughs> I didn't say that. Um, but, you know, when he was, uh, like, the whole, like, you know, Ronnie Montrose, Jeff Beck, those were the people that I, I remember thinking, God, that's what a great guitar player, you know. Hendrix, you know, that that sort of thing. Um, Alvin Lee. Um so, you know, when I when I see it now, especially when I see it in younger guys, because it really trips me out. I get it that, you know, that the, the guys in their early 30s, they probably heard about it long. You know, they, but it's these guys that are 19 years old that, you know, I'd go to drop my 16-year-old my daughter off at school and all the guys got long hair and they're wearing tight pants and they're little rockers, you know, and, and I look in. Look at the shirts they're wearing, and they got T-Rex shirts on, and, and Bowie. Like, it's just, it's a really cool little thing going on right now, and I think it's not a little thing. I think it's a big thing. I think it's really going to come up, and, and we're going to get to see some really great new acts that are going to, hopefully we'll get a couple more of the, you know, Guns N' Roses, like, you know, bands that come out with this amazing first album or second album that just fucking landmarks, and, you know, like when Appetite for Destruction came out, like, I couldn't remember the last time I heard an album that every song, there was no fast-forward songs on that album. And the last time I saw that was, I think, Deep Purple Made in Japan, and that was from, like, 72. Um, but I just hadn't seen a record for a long time. that Every track on it was killer. And then, um, you know, I got to see it a couple more times here, you know, over the last 20 years. Um but yeah, I think we're going to see a lot more of that. Um, I hope so, because that's where my heart's at. That's where my love is. But eh, who knows? We'll see, right? <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom or something. I forgot. But um, if you're a subscriber to... Uh, Anchor, then uh, you can hear the tracks that I play, and uh, I, I just play pieces of them, 30-second pieces of them, uh, but uh, there was, uh, uh, let's see, um, uh, Homicide, 999, and 
Oh shit, another really cool one. <laughs> I can't fucking remember. <laughs> but um, I got some stuff that I was going to share with you guys. Like I got some, I got the lowdown on punk rock bowling. I mean, anyway, you can get it, so you can Google it and stuff. But I kind of heard some behind the scenes stuff that's very cool. Um, but it, it's, uh, it starts off pretty fucking wild. I mean, I'm not going to go list every band, all the club stuff, but... Um, like, uh, when it starts off, um, it's, uh, it's fucking gnarly all the way through, um, on the, in the very beginning, I think it's, uh, like the 25th, um, uh, starts out with, um, with, uh, like, some of the people that are gonna be there, that are gonna be there through the whole thing, it looks like, doing all kinds of shit, Agnostic Front is going to be there. Um, I love Vinny Stigma. I, the, the last U.S. tour I did, um, Stigma, his his band, aside from the, the Godfathers of Hardcore, um, <laughs> Agnostic Front, Vinny Stigma has a band called Stigma, and uh, he was out with us. God, it was so much fun. That guy is a funny motherfucker. Um but so they're, they're, it looks like they're there for a couple of days doing all kinds of cool shit. And, um, and then Lars uh, Fredrickson is over there with the old firm Casuals. Um, the Phenomenots will be there. They're, they're fucking so awesome. Um, they'll take you to a galaxy of science fiction in unknown territories. To a land you'll never come back from. And then uh, Punk Rock Karaoke, it looks like it's at the Fremont, uh, as usual. And, uh, so, and, and that's usually really cool. Um, it's going to be like, uh, you know, the, the usual fat mic and I mean, you know, uh, those guys are always in on it, but, um, so punk rock karaoke. Yeah. And, um, uh, that's on the 28th, the Fremont country club phenomenons will be there. Agnostic blunt. <laughs> Yeah, fucking rad. Um, and, uh, you know, Dave Martinez uh, from Clip 45, he's got some uh, new thing going on there. Um, Rats in the Wall are playing PBR. It, fucking, this is this band right here. This is um, Brad Logan and uh, Johnny Morse, I think his last name is Morse, um, from Leftover Crack. Uh, Brad Logan was in the Fuck Dolls for, for a a few shows, quite a few shows. Um, Brad's a great guy. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, when we first got rid of one of our bass players, he jumped in and played bass and, or played, he did whatever we needed him to do. And when I wasn't there, he covered my spot and pretty rad. Um, but yeah, here it's, uh, they, uh, Lace up your boots for the cause. AF shreds the stage. PBR, welcome to Large Fredrickson American Oi Band. Yeah, old firm casuals. Um, and then uh, that's the same night as Agnostic Front, too. Um, bad Company. Yeah, not Bad Company, Bad Company, but yeah. Um, Dick Lucas and the Subhumans. You know, it's it's going to be pretty rad. Um, uh, Turbo Negro's going to be there. I think they got a new album, too. I haven't checked them out for a while, but um, they're there. I think I might go this year. I haven't been in a long time. I get annoyed by crowds, but um, 
there's some bands on this I'd really like to see. Hagfish, um, Seven Seconds. Yeah, the Bronx. All right, Bunkhouse. Oh, here is this cool. The Bronx, the Dwarves, and the Shrine. Uh, I think I was telling you guys the other day about the Shrine. You guys all probably know uh, uh, the Shrine. Um, but, uh, you know, Corey Parks uh, from the Huns and Nashville Pussy, she's in that band now. And kicking ass, too. I mean, it just it really, those guys were wild anyway, um, live. And <clears throat> throw Corey in the mix, and it really, really mixed it up good. And it just, it's fucking rad. I was watching some videos and stuff that was posted on Instagram that was really fucking cool. Um, so, yeah, it looks like punk rock bowling is going to be a big deal, as it usually is. But, you know, big deal for me, because I'm going to be there this time. And, um get to enjoy it um i and i haven't seen turbo negro with the new singer either so uh i don't even know his name um i would love hank so i don't know i i have to see how i feel um euro boy great guy i love him to death so you know i know that they got something rad going on he didn't make shit so he makes all good shit good shit not bad shit good shit so, uh, and then I was going to check this out here, um, because I know, uh, I know these guys are getting ready to go out again. Uh, let me see what they got going on here. Hang on one second. Um, yeah, here it is right here. Um, let's see. Of course, it came up in the lyrics. How stupid is that? You know, I don't need your fucking lyrics, dude. Um, and that's not even what what I was looking for. So uh, lame when somebody fucking yeah. Let's see him. Lame. Lame-a-toid, lame-a-toid. Everything is lame-a-toid. Um, so I'm not going to fuck with it anymore. I'm just going to tell you a few things that I know. I'm tired of scrolling. but uh, And I'm going to wrap this up here. Um, so check this out. Um, my pick of the week. Prima Donna for real. Uh, their new album is out, and their new single has this track on it uh, that's uh, For Real. The video, look it up right now. If you're listening and you're next to your computer, go on YouTube and put in Prima Donna For, the number, and Real. And watch the video. It's so fucking great. The guys, they, they you know, they do it right, man. They, they don't put out a fucking bunch of shit because they haven't put something out in a while. Every year they put out a new record and it's fucking killer and um, and I just love him for that. They're great guys and then uh, and I'm still totally fucking into the um, the L.A. Guns uh, the missing piece uh, came out actually in 2017 but best comeback album fucking I've heard in a long time. Uh, love that and um, so yeah that's my picks of the week right there best comeback. L.A. Guns, um, and they're out on the road right now. Check them out, and um, 
my favorite new track, uh, you know, pick of the week, uh, Prima Donna for real. Hey, everybody, have a good one. Happy Saturday night. I hope you pass out well, and um, I'll talk to you tomorrow night if I have uh, an inclination to bother you in the, in your slumber in my slumber. Love you guys. See you later.